This is Ryan Cruz from CultureCast Radio, and you're listening to the 4D Podcast Network. Ryan M. Brewer. Michael fucking Malone. <laughs> What's up, bud? Nothing, man. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Good. So I'm on the phone with my aunt the other day, and she, out of nowhere, uh, admits to me that the reason that she got off Facebook, like she got rid of Facebook for like months now, and the reason that she got off of it was because I posted that we should burn the Bible. Okay. And... (laughs) And okay. I need, like, so the, that, like, set her off to the degree where she didn't want to even be on social media anymore at all, right? Like, she's missed birthday reminders. <laughs> like, she, she's cut off, you know, conversations with old classmates. Like, everything that goes yeah. along with, with with Facebook, it's done because of this thing that I said. And here's the kicker. Here is the fucking kicker. I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> and here's the like, I mean, it's definitely on brand. Like I yeah, agree it with like it. A, it seems like a thing you would say at the very least. <laughs> right. But I like, it's changed like, her whole you'll life. Notice, <laughs> you'll notice I didn't immediately say, uh, did you say that? I just assumed you did. <laughs> like yeah he's that yeah that's not a lie yeah that's pretty on brand so i said i told i told her i said uh hey i don't i don't remember saying that and i said uh i go but also it was probably after you know one of these mass shootings we've had every week where they go god told me to do it it was probably after one of those (laughs) (laughs) yeah I said, I'm sorry for that. It caused you that much. It's uh, got anguish. It's got to be. It's got to be exhausting to have to cycle back and forth between like there is only one God, but then also to be like at the same time, yeah. But the God he's praying to is not the same as my God. The God that told him to go shoot people. That's not my God. That's a different God. That that phrase alone, Faber and I were just talking about this earlier, that phrasing right there, my God. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. What, what does that mean, my God? Like, I had a my buddy doll growing up. My president. Because- <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not my president. Same kind of thing. Right, yes. Like, it's not, like, it's not my God. This, what is this ownership? And It's not the God I'm into. And is it, uh, is the ownership uh whole you know what i mean like or or is it convenient or are you really a god if you're not everybody's god yeah yeah i mean how can you well did you ever watch or read the book or watch the show american gods uh i saw like the first couple episodes it seems like a show that you'd decide it was really stupid and be passionately like hateful toward it (laughs) for like very little reason I uh 
There's one scene, like, for example, in the first episode, this guy's coming out of the bathroom, and he walks by this lady, and this lady, like, kind of, it's like they bump shoulders, and it's like, they bump, I turned it off. (laughs) Because of, because of what? (laughs) I do get really, uh. Some passionate goddamn reason, and at the end of it, I always go, all right. Yeah, I get I get cunty sometimes. <laughs> so I didn't like it. All right. Over the okay. dumbest things, yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Right. I uh I'm real I'm real cunty sometimes about I that. I know stuff. there are shows that you would like that I that that like I know I've been like you should watch this show and you're just like I'm not going to do it. <laughs> not going to do it. I uh when I was in London, I was uh a there was um they're changing the marquee after uh, my show mm-hmm. and they were putting Eddie Izzard's name up there. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, maybe this is just like, cause this is like a little black box theater is the Bill Murray over there. And yeah. Maybe seats 50 people. Yeah. On, on, on like a good night. I'm like a sold out night. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and so uh, they're putting Eddie Izzard's name up there. And I thought this was kind of like the thing they do when, you know, like a comedy club will have Bill Burr's name up for eight months. And you're like, he was, he was here in March of 1998 and we just <laughs> never took it down. Like Bill Burr. And you're like, okay, great. So I asked the guys, I was like, Hey, is Eddie, is Eddie here? <laughs> he was like, yeah, he's going to, he's going to, he bumped the late show. He's going to do, he's doing a surprise pop-in show it's already sold out. He announced it like a couple hours before this. He announced it seven seconds ago. Yeah, it's already sold out. They're maxed out of like 75 people like because they're adding chairs. They're doing all this crazy stuff. And he, he's going to come ah, in and the run, before and run time, his new hour. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're just adding so, chairs. We just had people sitting on each other's laps. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, fuck What's it. the worst that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, two drink so minimum, but if somebody's sitting on your lap and you're sharing a drink, it counts as two. <laughs> you buy one, get one appetizer. <laughs> if you share your lap, share your app, get an app. There you uh, go. God, hey, hey, you want to, you want to do what every failed musician and comic do and go open a comedy club? <laughs> go book shows. <laughs> <laughs> We'll go Side open note. a comedy club and we'll really set the industry on fire with this whole if you share your lap, you share an app thing. <laughs> There's nothing more annoying than uh, somebody who used to do comedy and almost made it. And now they run a comedy club and they have to pick you up at the airport and do all that shit. Because all they want to talk about is almost making it <laughs> the whole time you're there that weekend. And which, would, which would be worse? If they talked about almost making it the whole way, or if they did the like, the, if they did the five minutes they thought was going to make it, like if they if they earnestly did their bits for you, which is worse. Some, uh, a lot of times you get both, and if you get the oh, trifecta, fuck. here's the trifecta: they do a guest spot on the show. Because oh. they they like you guys hit it off, uh, you know, on the airport ride. He's yeah. running jokes by it, and then he's like, "Maybe I'll go up tonight." And you're like, "No, no, that's okay." And you you <laughs> didn't have the balls to be like, "Your jokes suck," so you chuckled. Right. Right. 
There was some coked hey. out dude that picked me up in hey, fucking do you, Arkansas. Do you know? Do you know you have to go back to doing shows after after this? <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Uh, or, oh, I never mind. I forgot you retired. I'm retired now, Brewer. I'm not. I forgot you, know, you retired. That life's not for me. I don't know why you guys didn't call AARP when your your tire was <laughs> flat the other day. It's one of the perks of be- of membership. I do have AAA. Did you just get your did did you, did your like mom leave it to you in her will or what? How did you? <laughs> I've had it since she was alive, and I can't bring myself to cancel it. You've led at most an A and a half life. There's no, you are yeah. not a triple A human being. No, I'm a D plus. He's Pat. Hey, He's, hey, uh, listen. Fudge the numbers a little bit and get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm definitely a fudge the numbers a little bit guy. I'm let, definitely... me ask, let me ask you this. You think he's going to learn it next year? <laughs> no? Then get him the fuck out of here. Then get him the fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> you think that after school detention is really I got a D. In? I got a D plus, ma. A plus, ma. They put a plus on it. No, I was actually a, I was a decent student because I, you know, I copied everybody's That's work. That's my Michael, hellishly average. <laughs> yeah, I didn't give a fuck about. Anyway, okay, listen. There was some coked out guy in in Arkansas that picked me up at the airport, and he mm-hmm. was telling stories all fucking week about knowing Burt Kreischer, and I was like, cool. Yeah, uh, Malone, because. Because what people want to hear you talk about is not your family. It's the coked out guy in Arkansas. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck you got to give the people what they want, man. Fuck me, I guess. Carry on. So I'm in London and they're adding this Eddie Izzard show. And I'm like, hey, do you think I could hang out for that? And they're like, sure. So I hang out and I watch Eddie run his new fucking hour, which well, hour and a half, which is fucking insane. And yeah. I've seen Eddie's lap. Did twice. you sit on <laughs> Faber's? <laughs> <laughs> Faber was there in London with me. <laughs> Why the fuck was Faber in London? <laughs> I took him on tour. He went to Washington D.C. and London, and it was fun. Anyways, why did you um, act like that was on the same route? <laughs> Those are the two uh, hey, tour you know, stops we, he went We started in Washington, D.C., and we ended in London. <laughs> it was a quick little jaunt, couple days, and nothing you've, big. You've been there, right? A nothing three-day big. Weekend. You go, D.C., London, home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a quick one. Yeah, you got, you got around quick, by London on the... It's the old quick weekend one, too. You know what well, I'm saying? yeah, you connect through Jersey. You're you've right been there. in the industry long enough. You've done the New York to London weekend is what I'm saying. <laughs> So, uh, I've seen Eddie, and if you can take twice. a buddy with you, you're doing pretty well. Is what I'm <laughs> hey, saying. If he sits in your lap, you share an app on the plane. It's a great deal. Who am I to pass that up? <laughs> Me and Eddie, Betty, Bo, Betty. Anyway, we're sitting there, and Eddie's on the stage. <laughs> and I saw him before he went on, and I says to him, I says, Eddie, Eddie, my man. <laughs> he says whoa you just get in from dc look at you <laughs> you look like a guy who just did dc last night that's what you look like my friend <laughs> i said thanks diddy i i i knew if anyone knew what i was talking about it'd be you 
It be you, Biggie. It be you. Anyway, I said, uh, I heard you're doing some new bits tonight, and I got one I want to run past you. This one <laughs> almost made... <laughs> this one made Bert Kreischer piss his pants. Real quick, let me run it by you. <laughs> so anyways, after I hit the punchline, I tweaked his hairy nipples, and I got the fuck out of there. So Eddie and I are talking about the time I did Wheel of Fortune back in 19... Bop, 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 bop. And, uh, you know, you're backstage there. You're kind of nervous. <laughs> Dude, the time I did Wheel of Fortune is the best almost made it story. <laughs> Those guys always have a credit that you're like, that's your fucking... That's your Yo, thing you're holding on to? I was this close, but you got nothing. Yeah, I well, was you just... know, I'm on, I'm on the show. Pat Sajak says, we'd like to have you back. And, I uh... mean, I, I ain't never watched the show. I ain't never watched the show. My ma watches the show. I don't know what to say, so I spin the fucking wheel, and I said, I got to buy a vowel there, Pat. And he said, you ain't got no money to buy no vowel. You know, I've been watching the show 20 years. Guess what? I've never seen anybody come back and do it twice. So I thought, wow, <laughs> a callback? A callback for the wheel? For the wheel? Of course. They're grooming me. You see what it, I mean? I'm going to move. The first it, time I was two spots away from Pat. The second time I'm in the middle. They bring me back the third time. I'm on the left-hand side. And before <laughs> you know it, I'm smooching that Vanessa Broad or whatever her name is. Next thing you know, I'm hosting the damn thing. That's how the industry works. Anyways, Eddie, I don't want to keep you. I know you're getting ready to go on stage. I just wanted to. <laughs> you know, you can't talk to commoners about this kind of stuff. It just says certain things that only people who have been there know about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, the wheel people. The people who have done, you know, at yeah. least the at least the wheel. You know what I'm the, saying? Uh, the people that you know, you, you you've been on TV. I'm not saying I'm Eddie fucking isn't anything, <laughs> but I am saying I done the wheel. So, so Eddie's there to run uh, her new hour because she just uh, she just announced that uh, she's she's changing it up. Um, is so this her, an her addendum to the story you just adding just now, or was that no. the time? <laughs> this is, this is, uh, that uh, happened. Eddie, that, no, then? no, that just happened like like a month ago or something like that. Really, I I missed um, it in the in yeah because Eddie the... is, actually Eddie has been in um obviously outspoken uh trans for a long time, but transvestite. Right. Um, right and so he's even or she's even cleared up on stage a bunch of times that she likes to dress as a woman and 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 right you know, have all that but she wasn't in the transition phase but then i think just like a month or maybe a month and a half ago eddie announced that uh she was going to change her pronouns and so she she's gonna change her uh spelling i don't know because really all she's got to do is drop a d and you're right there <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, what? it's been a that's good a, podcast. That's you know, a we've had a lot that's of fun a here. That's a spelling joke, Malone. <laughs> that's a spelling joke, okay? Anyways. Don't you go getting nobody canceled over phonics in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
Yes, Pat, I like to drop the D. <laughs> Crowd goes wild. Crap. I've never seen Pat say Jack laugh so hard in my life. Anyways, Bert and I are talking about this. I tell Bert, I dropped the D. Boom, he's laughing, dying, almost pissed his pants in the green room. Eddie, I want to tell you, because the joke's about you, Eddie. I, I, you know, no harm, no foul. I love what you do. I just, I wanted you to hear it in case you heard it through the grapevine. You know, I know how, I know how people talk. I know somebody's going to tweet it to you at some point. I want to get ahead of the thing. <laughs> I'm trying to control a narrative. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little PR. You know, commoners, they don't understand that. They don't understand, but you and me. You, you and me, TV me. people, we, we, we know. You got to get ahead of this thing. You know. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so Eddie's running her new hour. It's fucking incredible, of course. Fucking duh. Hold on a and, second. Uh, yeah. Is it retroactive? I, uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't. So. I didn't know. If so somebody's now, like, so this like is... Elliot Page, right, ha- has been in quite a few movies, right? Just in a inaptly named. So if you were saying. Uh, that he, so you have to say he was in Inception, and they say who, and you say Elliot Page, and they're like who, and they're like the you're like chick, he. <laughs> the girl in the so tuxedo. Then that's when you say the that's when you say the girl. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, there's a lot of there's a lot, a lot of gray areas, is what I'm saying. But I, I, but I assume that you would, uh, in current times, even referring to the past tense, it's still in the current form as they like to be. Uh, well, Eddie, Eddie has the opportunity to not change her name, though. Yes, uh, like Caitlyn. Caitlyn, is that the Jenner? Soon to be Governor Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Soon to be Governor Caitlyn California. Jenner. Uh, well, She's astound- about to change her pronouns again. This is <laughs> they bullshit. Have an ast- <laughs> have an ast- he, she, gov. Um, so, uh, so, do you? Would you say um, Bruce Jenner was an incredible Olympian? She. Won gold medals, no, or because that, or that's that's called dead naming somebody. So dead naming. So, so, so if they've had so a that full name, name just, change, just doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Okay, yeah. So if they've if they've changed their name, like Elliot Page or Caitlyn Jenner, um, then then it's a new then it's like then, history changes. Yeah, yeah. So you can't. Bruce Jenner does not. That's dead naming somebody. It's super disrespectful. It's like against all the fucking rules. So like, but with Eddie's case, I don't think she's changed her name, and maybe she's changed her spelling. I haven't looked into that, but because of that, uh, it's it's still Eddie. Um. So I don't. I don't know how that works. Um. Or I mean, I know how that works. I just don't know if she's well. If dead naming is bad, then I not. assume pronouns are retroactive as well. Then or, I would assume. I would. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if somebody's like, "Hey, this is what I want you to call me," I'm like, "Cool." And if that, and that, I think that just that blankets old stories, new stories, and everything in between. Right. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. It's simple. So Eddie's Eddie's doing her new hour. Okay fucking destroying it's so funny yeah. and at one point she does this great fucking bit about um 
about all these natural disasters that are happening. And she acts like she's on scene at this like tornado or hurricane or something. She's like, yeah, yeah we're down here. And she's acting like she's live. And she's like, and they're like, any words from any gods yet? And she's like, nope, no gods have showed up yet. <laughs> and they're like, really? None of them. And they're like, nope, not one. Not Jesus. We thought maybe Thor would be here or, you know, <laughs> he is the god of thunder and it's, a, you know, a hurricane. Yeah. And they're like, really? No gods? At all? I'm like, no, we could really use Buddha right now. A lot of people have a lot of anxiety. And it's just like this beautiful bit about just poking fun at, you know, there's, there's all these fucking gods out there. And this, so it brings me back to that, that phrase we were talking about, that my God. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. What, who is that? What is that? Yeah. Well, I think it's, I, well, I think it's it, it, fucking dogma, man. Dogma gets in the way of so much of it. Well, yeah. Here's the thing, man. I think like, most of religion is just really like good marketing. A bazillion fucking people over the course of history haven't all just been like subprime humans and like atheists are just a slight little bit evolved <laughs> over everybody else. So like I think probably there is some kind of a human urge to assign – uh, some larger meaning to some larger scope oh, of a thing. And I think I th probably that's what happened at the beginning. And then as people had more questions, it's almost like there were kids involved. Like at the very beginning, someone was <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Back in the day, I heard that your great, great grandma and grandpa used to just walk around with God in the garden. And then, they they got pissed and God threw them out and now you know it's been like five or six generations and we're just out here living on our own. I thought you and, meant and like the, and the kids would be like, <clears throat> wait, God was like here, he was here. <laughs> they're like, yeah, he was here, and they're like, well, he just left. Yeah, well, what did what did Grandma and Grandpa do? I don't know. I I think they and he like looks outside at the fucking apple tree in the back that he wants the kids to stop eating the apples off of cuz they're not ripe yet and he's like well, they, 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 they there was this tree, right? And God was like, "Don't eat off the tree." Think it's a or, parent's lie. Or I'll have to kick <laughs> you. Uh, to kick just you. Eventually, lie. people just, dude. That's how fucking Hans Christian Andersen and shit did their stuff. What's the, the the what are the who are the brothers that did all the fucking fairy tales? The Grimm, the Grimm brothers, the Grimm fairy tale. <laughs> the property they just brothers. Took, they just took the property brothers. Love it or list it. You know what I'm saying? They just took. <laughs> no, they just took. They just took like old stories that had been like folk tales and just like fucking put them down on paper. And I think that's probably what a lot of like religious dogma is. It was just people trying to fill in the fucking blanks. Because like some guy at some point who had mostly good ideas also said like you can't eat shellfish. And people were like that seems fucking weird. That seems like a him thing and not a us thing. But then they had to try to figure out why. So they like justified it somehow somewhere down the line. And I think they did the same thing with like gays and they did the same thing. <laughs> they were just like, oh, fuck. Then we had that one pastor who was a dickhead like 
a thousand years ago that said no gay sex, and now we got to try to fit that into our fucking story somehow. You know, they all sat down with the Bible at some point and were like, okay, this thing's gotten out of hand. We have to decide which of these books are actually canonical. Like, the Bible had to be put together like fucking Star Wars, man. And then they all vote. The Council of Nicaea fucking voted on that shit. And they were like, okay, these books are the Bible. All these other books that exist out there, you can go fucking read them. They exist. And they got some wild fucking stories in them. But they decided none of those were real, real word of God stuff. Only these ones they had left. And so it's like what you're left with is this like fucking buckshot of weird opinions. (laughs) I thought at first when you said I think it came from children, I thought the idea was like like it, like in that vein of of a child's lie where it's like who broke this lamp? God did it. God. God. <laughs> so I was like, tell me more about this God child. Who, I want to hear. God is <laughs> always watching us. <laughs> oh, really? Sometimes he gets. Sometimes he gets really mad. Why does he get mad? Uh, he gets. He gets mad when my brother touches me. Your brother touches you? Yeah. He he gets mad. Oh, God gets mad? Yeah. What's he do? He knocks over fucking lamps and shit. That's what he does. No, I mean, like, I think it's it's just smacks to me of, like, you know, like Santa Claus or some shit. They were like, it started off, there was some dude named Zonk Niklaus who, like, fucking gave some gifts to some people at some point. And people were so poor, and winter was so fucking long and dismal that at some point someone was just like, Jesus Christ, if you go to fucking sleep and shut the fuck up. I'll buy you a toy train, you fucking... Somebody will bring you a fucking... It wasn't even a toy train back then. It was like a fucking apple. Like, have you ever heard... You, you've talked to your grandma a lot. You didn't yeah. hear them describe the fucking Christmases of their childhood. And that year, Santa Claus brought me a clean rock. <laughs> like, what? For what? And they're like, I looked at it and petted it and told it my problems. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, that's bleak. <laughs> Yeah, that's what Christmas was back then. They were just like, ah, oh, fuck. And then kids just kept getting more and more precocious. And they were like, yeah, but how's he do it all in one night? Like, <laughs> fucking Christ, I don't know. He, he's he got a fucking sleigh. A sleigh, you fucking dickhead. We live in the middle of Arkansas. What do you mean he's got a sleigh? Oh, yeah, it's in the sky, though. The sky? The sky? How does it fly, Daddy? It fucking has, it gets pulled by some, 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 some reindeer. Reindeer? You know that fucking, the first guy who told that story didn't know that reindeer were real? You know that, right? Oh, yeah, you, you know, he know. was just like, yeah, they're called reindeer. They're called reindeer. They're in the sky, like he the heard rain. about it sometime, and he thought it was like a fucking unicorn or whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, a rainbow, or like a jackalope. He was like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a reindeer. And everyone was like, oh, okay. And then they started drawing that shit, and everyone was like, this looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Some guy pulls up like, you mean, you mean like my, my pet deer here? <laughs> Just like that drawing? Is this reindeer from, here? Oh, fuck. They're real? Ah, fuck. And then eight sky bucks tore <laughs> <laughs> took the sleigh. 
It's, that's no, what, that's what, re- that's think, what religious, uh, I think religion to me makes a whole lot of sense. Religion to me makes a lot of sense. Religious dogma is just, yeah, like it just seems like a scatter shot of like fucking half-baked fucking ideas. Yeah, I think it, uh, I think a lot of it, uh, I mean, like, like a lot of things in life, I think it is, once you drill down to it, it's ego, yeah. right? Because you, you know, the same, in the same ways that you believe in God that helps you through it are the same things that help you at the gym when you don't think you can do another set or whatever. Like, it's that ego, that bravado that's in us. And we need someone to blame when we feel like it's out of our control because our ego would be too garnished if we're like, I I could have done more. And you're like, yes, but God said it was time. You're like, oh, that makes <laughs> right. it okay. And, then, right. and it's on the same token, when you're not strong enough and you're trying to pull power from something that you want to feel that's bigger than you, then what else is there? There is only yeah. God. And so you're like, I need strength from God to get me through this. I'm not trying. And you're like, oh, God did that. And that is one of my major issues with religion. And I think I've been pretty vocal. I don't know if we've (laughs) talked about it on here, but like this idea of putting that power. You you think you've been pretty vocal? (laughs) You started out by telling us to burn the Bible. So anyway, my aunt told me that she she was getting off Facebook because I might have allegedly told her to burn her Bible. I don't remember it. I get mad that we give away that power. That's my biggest qualm yeah, yeah. with religion is is giving that that away. Like if we the minute we realize how powerful our minds are and how powerful we are, yeah. man, yeah. It's, it's fucking lights out. But you know, here we are squabbling on earth talking about instead right. of trying to figure out how to go to space and shit, we're like, But my mm. God says you can't eat bacon. And you're like, Okay, that's what we're doing. <laughs> that's what we're doing right, right now. Right. Yeah. Twenty twenty one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking aliens are real and we're like but it's sunday i have to go put my tie on okay okay aliens are here dog <laughs> this is what we're doing this they're is here. what we're doing they're they're here <laughs> they're uh, here <laughs> they already got they like showed up on the government's doorstep and knocked and we're like hey just go ahead and tell them already right um, do you know how crazy it, our lives have to be right now for aliens not to be making a dent in the fucking news? Do you know how wild things have to be for fucking proof? The government saying that aliens are real and sharing pictures with us in videos, and we're like, eh. I'm watching 90 Day Fiance. I aliens. can't really. <laughs> aliens, dude, people, that's the thing I think. That's the thing I think I struggle with so much um, as a musician. And and this <laughs> – so it's going to sound like I could just write massive top 40 hits if I wanted. <laughs> and, that's, and I just choose not to. And that's not the point at all. <laughs> that's not the point I'm trying to I make. I could be on the Wheel of Fortune. I could they be on the have... Wheel of Fortune. I can't – listen. I'm a Pat Sajak says I'm a natural. I think – 
when you think when earlier on in your early on in your music career, right? You're playing bars, you're playing coffee shops, you're playing places where you are not the primary means by which that place makes their money. The booze is or the coffee is. Right? That's the whole thing. People aren't paying $65 a ticket from Ticketmaster. <laughs> no. That it it's all it's all what they make at the bar. So then you ask yourself, what's my job? Is my job to bear my soul and be some kind of a fucking artist up here? Or is my job to sell fucking booze? Right? Ultimately, my job at that point in my career is to sell fucking booze. And you know what people in 2021 don't want to buy booze while listening to? Sad fucking acoustic songs, man. They don't, like, people don't want that right now. They're like, read the fucking room, give us some fucking synthesizers and something to grind our recently fucking vaxxed and waxed fucking asses against each other to. That's what we want to do. Fuck off with your sadness. We don't need it. Right? So you're kind of looking at a situation where you're like, okay, it's, remember I, I think I sent you the tweet where somebody was like, uh, I don't know any of my friends who are clamoring for the comeback of stand-up comedy. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Right? Like, and I don't know of anybody who's clamoring to, like, go to a fucking coffee shop and cry. I don't really know that. I think, I, like, I'm not sure, like... I'm not sure my bread and butter is what people want to eat right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way so. about comedy. I had this conversation uh, a few months ago with, with another comic, and we, we were talking about the, the future of stand-up comedy and yeah. what that looks like, and not only in this woke nation, but also in these trying times of like, dude, you have, <clears throat> again, I'll, I'll bring up TikTok because it continues to grow and grow and grow, but on there, it's again. I'll say it again. It is. It's a window to empathy. These people are sharing their deepest, darkest, most real shit with you in a Dude, fucking minute TikTok, or less. TikTok for you is like soccer for me. Yeah, dude, these people are opening up their <laughs> fucking souls on there, and they're. I sharing... don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but listen, listen, listen. This is what I'm getting at. But they're sharing the unshareable. And, and it's make, and it's relating to people because they're like, it's letting people know like, oh, I'm not the only one that thinks that way or does that or, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like connecting people in a, in a higher level. So when you are thinking about comedy, it's comedy is all about that relatability, right? It's all about Mm -hmm. finding that common feeling and talking about it, the observation, right? Yeah. Um, what what does that even fucking look like when you have a 13 year old, you know, bearing their fucking soul online and talking to the innermost darkest part of you, a thought that you thought only you had. And yeah. now I'm supposed to go on stage and compete with that and be like, waka waka. You ever yeah. look at toast and think maybe this needs <laughs> to go in again. Well, I don't know. Can you double dip toast? What's the rules? Like that's what the fuck I'm supposed to sell when yeah. these people are touching yeah. your goddamn soul in 30 well, seconds or yeah, less. And they're, and the, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And they're doing it in 30 seconds at a time. Yeah, people don't, have, people don't have to focus on any one topic. I can go from like 
crying because some like some like I had to dude, you know what ones get me? The, <laughs> the uh, dog the, ones the, probably. <laughs> yes, the vets the vets coming home to dogs. Jesus yes, Christ. Yes. I think that's that's a brewer fucking talk right there. God damn, those fucking dogs, man. Uh, so you can watch that shit and be crying. And then the next one you're seeing like a, like a toddler run into a glass wall and you're dying laughing. And then the next second you're like, you do, people have no emotional fucking attention span. No. Like I have to feel happy and then sad and then laugh and then cry and then be mad and then be disgusted and then be amazed and then be like, oh my God, what a beautiful sunset and then be pissed again and then be happy and then agree as hard as I can and then retweet and then like and then like you have to just bet, 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 bet. you can't I'm, I'm going to go feel sad for 45 minutes while I listen to a Brewer record. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that? Who who has 45 minutes worth of attention span other than people who run for long distances? Like, I go listen to a record, but only when I run or drive. Right, right. I saw, I'm going to share a talk with you. I saw the other day that I thought, it's, this is in my top, my top talks. This, this, <laughs> this dude. This dude Hold on, said, I just got, I just got. <laughs> Did you just, are you calling them t- your top talks now? <laughs> yeah, the talks, the top talks. <laughs> I feel nauseated. <laughs> top talks. Here they are. Here's my nauseated. number one top talk. Uh, there's this dude and he goes, um, Top 10 talks <laughs> of the week. <laughs> top 10. Number 10. There's sad music playing. And he goes, uh, he goes, here are three ways that you can kill yourself and not feel anything. And then there's like this brief pause and he looks at the camera and he goes, why are you still here? Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) So do you need to talk? (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Oh fuck. It was the best. Dangerously dark. Oh, so fucking good, dude. Uh, Top dude. You know what? That's my top talk. You know what one really cracked me? See, I, I, I just, I just so lazy, and I don't want another thing I gotta click on. I don't want to do. <laughs> I've been thinking. Can I tell you? I've had legitimately the thought that I might uh, take just to put a bunch of money into promoting a tweet, and a bunch of money into promoting a Facebook post, and a bunch of money into promoting an Instagram post that say, "Hey, join my email list." I'm fucking off with all this shit. I'm done. I'm I'm not. I'm not gonna. I fucking. I don't want to do it. I was looking at it the other day. We all dream about the great escape. I I was looking at it the other day, and I was like, I don't fucking. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. I want to make. I want to make fucking records the way I've got video ideas that I'm going to ma- I don't want to fucking have to put them on a thing and and f- so hey, fuck fucking, that. Uh, I don't want to Bo Burnham it. Bo Burnham doesn't tweet, doesn't do anything until he has a project ready and then he's like, "Hey, this is coming out." Yeah, I, I fuck I fucking Fucking Chappelle does the same thing. Chappelle's I, like, "Hey, yeah, here's a new special." They're huge Malone. Yeah, fuck him. Just quit doing it, Malone, and then just 
show up to the show and see how many people are there. You know what I mean? What the fuck, man? What are we even doing here? What the fuck are we doing hey, here? What that's are we, why you, I retired, man. That's why I retired. I know, you, got, you got out at the right time. I got to tell did. you, you got out while the getting was good. <laughs> I got out. I wrote a memoir. I'm done. I got done, out, I got into the book game. I diversified <laughs> my funds. I'm in the book game now, dog. Hosting his radio show. I've retired. I have retired. I am out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? I I I thought oh, of dude, a really good I was uh, just st- thinking of it the other day that I just I I don't I don't foresee myself having like a million people being like, I agree with that fucking guy on his songs. I really (laughs) dig. He thinks this is a great record and there are a million of us who agree. I just, I don't, I don't think it's a thing. I think I could maybe find like a thousand. I think I could find like a. I think I could find like a thousand people who would listen to a Brewer record and be like, yeah, you know what? You know what? I can get behind that. Come on, man. Don't be. Hey, listen. Listen, Malone. I'm just trying to be honest. All right. I got a kid now. I can't be (laughs) bullshitting around. I don't. I got to start telling Santa Claus lies, Malone. I can't be telling Santa Claus lies to myself. Listen, (laughs) the the most the most plays that I got on Spotify is like five thousand. I guarantee. Like I know ten people who have listened to that song fucking a thousand times a piece, man. It's not that many people out there. You know what I'm saying? It's not <laughs> three thousand of them are me. Three thousand of them are you <laughs> over and over and over again. Probably <laughs> trying to put it to a soundtrack of some video project you didn't ask me about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Bo Burnham. Everyone's like, I just send a project a over to you. I'm like, <laughs> like hey, hey man. man. Check this out. Hey, man, I just did a thing today. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I am uh, two two things. I'm two things. Creative and very bored. Um, So, hey, did you notice that? Did you notice that I have a different background now? Of course I fucking noticed. Um. So what normal, happened to your green your green room? This is still the green room. You painted I just it? turned I'm just no, it's green. I'm just turned around. Oh, normally we're oh. we're normally we're facing that way and there's a big uh, there's a big that flowery couch. Yeah. Um but the flowery couch when I made, you know, our little podcast video area took the place of my desk where all of my like recording shit and my my you know, my recording monitors and all that kind of shit have to sit. And so when I got rid of the the desk and put the couch in here, I just I I just quit doing any kind of work at all. <laughs> I was like I don't have a desk anymore. Where in the fuck would I work? I can't I can't work. Yeah. So I was like I got to get the desk back in here. So the desk is back in here now. <laughs> My goal is to ultimately add a add a video area probably in the basement where I can where we can do our our videos, but I haven't done that yet. So well, this that'll is, be nice. This is the look. This is the look for now. 
Oh, I wanted to uh, bring this up now. Uh, I w- uh, so I'm I'm starting to book some shows and in, in the fall and all that stuff, and I'm coming back to the Midwest. And uh, fucking, uh, why don't you come out with me? Come, uh, come join me. <laughs> we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go f- through Columbus. <laughs> we're going to Columbus, DC, and shoot over to Columbus. London. <laughs> We're gonna do the the this the weekend, just the weekend. Columbus, DC, London. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, that'd be fun. What do you want me to do? Just stand there and watch? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up, play some songs, hang out. You know, you know how we get down. Do some songs, make some. Yeah. We should do a. We should do a. Uh, um, we should do a live version of the podcast. Ooh, we should. And by that, I mean we should just stand on opposite ends of the stage with our phones and talk, <laughs> talk shit to each other. Hey, man. Uh, hey, man. <laughs> how was the show? How fucking the show shit. Go? You know how it went. You Same. were fucking here, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Did uh, people think your jokes were as weird and out of place as my songs? <laughs> Yo, I heard uh, I heard Dave Chappelle's new um, podcast called Midnight Special. And uh, speaking of music and comedy, so most deaf is on the first episode, and they're you know chopping it up. And Wait a minute, Dave Chappelle has a podcast now. Dave Chappelle just launched a podcast what today, actually. To yeah, dude, today I haven't listened. Do you know I haven't listened to a podcast in over a year? Uh, this one's really different. It's um. Uh, it sounds like, first off, it sounds like it's all on vinyl. So it has like this like really scratchy, like natural, like, I don't know. It sounds like fucking it's play. It's being played on vinyl. It's incredible. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of horns and pianos being played. Uh, even when they're talking, it's like in the background. So there's like music in the background and stuff that, that moves the conversation. And it's not like, when I when I heard Dave Chappelle was launching a podcast, I was like, "Oh my god, I don't want a Dave Chappelle. Po- I don't want a podcast where Dave Chappelle like every Monday's like, you know, I had to take my daughter to school, <laughs> like <laughs> fucking daughter." I'm like, I don't care, Dave. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. this is, I'm so glad it's not like that. It, you know, he, um, the first episode, uh, it again, it sounds like vinyl. There's like horns and pianos playing, and. It's him and like most staff and a couple other guys hanging out at his um, farmhouse in Ohio. Yeah. And like a little jam session. And so he, uh-huh. he, the music's going and Dave, and you hear Dave come on and he's like, How do you inspire someone uh, to, to, to hang around? He's like, Some of the, the that doesn't want to be here anymore, maybe they're bored with life. He's like, How do you, in, how do you inspire that person? Yeah. Most deaf comes on. He's like, oh, you know, you just let them know you're grateful. You can do nice things for them. And Dave's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, how do you inspire them? Yeah. And they talk about how inspiring people and this and that. And most deaf starts sharing these Amy Winehouse stories when he was on tour with her and her depression and all this crazy stuff. And it's they're playing segments of Amy on there and and most talking wow. about the tour. It was crazy. So anyway, they wrap around to getting uh, to Robin Williams. And they play a couple clips of Robin along the way. Um, 
and then you hear Dave talking about do or you hear most come on and he's, and he's he goes he goes uh y- y'all know that I, I love cookies he's like you know if there's a if there's a cookie around me he's like I I have to have it. and they're all dying it's Chris Rock now and Dave Chappelle and most they're all laughing and uh and, and most goes I'm backstage and there's there's cookies hanging out backstage just like a plate of them and chris rock goes you act like they had a lantern on them like they were like alive like they were like <laughs> like they were backstage with a pass <laughs> just, just hanging out it's, it's most is like, he's like well you know he's like so i thought you know i don't have to be on for a little bit i'm, I'm gonna have a cookie now and he goes i ate this cookie and i thought i'm gonna have another well you know, I'm going to wait. I'll wait until after the show. <laughs> and yeah. he goes, and I'll come back. I have a post cookie. Yeah. And he goes, so I'm out in the audience. And he goes, Dave's going on stage. And Dave interrupts him. He goes, this is back in the day when I was doing six, seven hour shows. And he goes, occasionally, he goes, I would have, I'd have to take a bathroom break. And he goes, and you know, most of the times I look out in the crowd and I'd be like, oh, Mose is here. <laughs> he's like, yeah. And he's like, I'd introduce most deaf, and the crowds would be like, hooray. <laughs> yeah. and, and he goes, I could take a piss and a smoke, and I'd come back. And he goes, he goes but one night, he goes, uh, we knew something the crowd didn't know, and that was that Robin Williams was backstage, and he was waiting to go on. What and he goes... And so he talks about doing this big show and, you know, all this other stuff. And uh, and he goes, so I go to take a piss and I bring Mose on stage. And this is the night he had the cookie. And Mose, Mo, Dave goes, now usually he's doing songs, you know, and the crowd's loving. He goes, I come back on stage. I come back to stage. He's doing stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> he said, and Mo's like, and I'm killing it. <laughs> and he's like, I'm really feeling it. He's like, I'm killing it. And Dave's like, oh, yeah, he's killing. He's killing. And he goes, even most didn't know that Robin Williams was backstage. <laughs> and he's next. So most, most goes, you know, Dave and I are chopping it up on stage. And I just kind of sit. And he goes, I, I sit down, but I sit down on the stage Indian style. <laughs> and he goes, and then I realized before I know it, I'm laying down on the stage, like like in like a Renaissance man pose, like somebody's painting me. And he goes, and that's when it kicked in. Oh, I'm high. <laughs> he's like the the cookie I had was an edible. He's baked out of his mind. And he goes, and he goes. Then Dave brings on Robin Williams. <laughs> I'm laying on stage like, is this real life? What the fuck? Did I just, did my first stand-up set just open for Robin (laughs) (laughs) Wood? It was, uh, it was so interesting. And they, and then they, you know, Dave, Dave shared a little bit about what it was like knowing Robin and and all the stuff. And they were hanging out afterwards and and all the stuff and, and talking about Robin's depression and, and, uh, how society was looking at it. You know, Robin kept saying, you know, um, people want you to be a certain thing when they see you, they, they want you to be a certain thing. And Robin's like, and they get mad or upset or let down when you're not. And he goes, I think we really need to work on that. And they brought it back around to Amy Winehouse too. And that was her problem with the paparazzi and stuff. Most was saying that, you know, the, the society, once you, 
present yourself. You just have to be that the whole time. And yeah, nobody is that like that the whole fucking time, no matter how good you are or funny or outgoing right. or any of those right. things. Which is interesting. Um, you know what? That's gonna be my thing to share this this week is check out Dave Chappelle's new podcast called The Midnight Special. It's really unique. Um, it it is like you're just hanging out backstage with him and uh, and his friends. Um, there's like all this great music happening. Uh, it sounds like it's again like pressed on vinyl or something. It has a really unique sound. So it's not just like uh you know like rogan or bill burr's podcast where they're just kind of like running their mouth or whatever right. it's it feels like a hangout it's really really different i liked it damn i don't want i don't want to have to do podcasts again <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i don't want to have to do that shit it it's... got to a point i just weren't i wasn't listening to songs at all like any music at all is every time I got into the car, I was like, back into the podcasts. And I was just, I was just podcasting all the fucking time. And I was like, I, I know myself. And if I let myself continue to do some of these, I'm going to end up doing all of these again. And I had like something like 14 podcasts. I was listening to every episode. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. So I have like two or three that I really like and I'll check in on. I listen to Radio yeah. Lab, uh, Reply All. Um, yeah. This American Life, stuff like that. Like, that's my yeah. fucking jam. Serial. Yeah. Um, but like I had some fucking wild ones. I'll 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 rail off a couple for you real quick. Uh, and that'll be my thing to share. Um there's this brilliant um uh English lady, uh, and um she's got a podcast called The Allusionist. So not the illusionist, like I-L-L-U-S, allusionist, A-L-L. And uh, it's all about grammar and vocabulary. And it gets super fascinating because... It's so you, weird that it's spelled wrong and it's about grammar and stuff. Well, it's not... It's like you're... It's the, the joke <laughs> I that... No, you dick. <laughs> the... <laughs> the God damn it, Malone. Uh, I'm trying to share something right now. Comedy's back, baby. I'm doing two spots. <laughs> Catch me on the Wheel of Fortune this fall on Fox, 10 a.m. Don't be late. <laughs> Don't be late or you're going to have to watch Prices Right with that dickhead Drew Carey. Let me tell you about one time Drew Carey and me were on a, on a bill together. They started changing the marquee. My name was on the marquee. Did you hear that? Did you catch that? My name was on the marquee. They're taking the letters down. They're putting up Drew Carey. And I'm like, Drew fucking Carey. <laughs> who cares? More like They're Drew more like who carries. Am I right? <laughs> more like who carries. <laughs> yeah, so you just take two. Take two is the one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take two. Ah, oh, fuck! That's 
that's really good. That's really good. Anyway, the allusionist is about grammar and and etymology, and she'll like find the the, the she'll go through the history of like you know this for, this word was first used in a 17th century publication, meaning this, and from there of course we started. You're listening to the fucking dictionary on started, tape. You it's fucking fascinating, smart but she, motherfucker. She's do she does it about like, uh, but it'll be that'll be about about like pronouns and about curse words and about uh, portmanteaus and about like just yeah, all these you know what. Now, don't dumb it down for me now. Just say it. <laughs> say what it's about, okay? You don't have to fucking sell me. <laughs> Sometimes they do bad words, Malone. All right, so there was a... <laughs> Sometimes she talks about the word fuck and balls. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the illusionist with Helen Zaltzman. She's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's one called uh, Lore. Uh, where this Ooh, guy, just, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. just breaks down like folklore. Um, they so they did a Hulu you know, animated thing with that as well. Yeah, or, uh, yeah. yeah, Hulu. Yeah, it was yeah. fucking. It was the second season was much better than the first season, but but it's a cool show. But there's a bunch of I. The first time I discovered lore, I listened to like 57 episodes in a week or some shit. Like Jesus I was just, Christ. I was just on that shit. I loved it. Um, that was another one. So I'll go lore, which is about folklore. Allusionist, which is about vocabulary, and uh, Tannis, which is a, I don't know if you've ever gotten into fiction podcasts at all, where they actually like tell us like a fictional story, like it's written and they like it. It yeah. may be like a documentary, but it's about a fictional thing. And and Tannis is one of those, and it's it's a really fascinating art form. Like you like there's certain like sound effects obviously become really important. Like right. Marvel did one. Uh, Marvel did one called The Long Night about Wolverine and it's about he's like he's yeah. in hiding and he like he he gets into some shit even though he's in hiding and it it's fucking great but uh if you haven't gotten into like fiction podcasts or anything there's a lot of fucking good ones and Tannis is one where I I I think it's it's really fucking weird but it's really cool Nice I'll have to check those out cuz like I said I'm pretty basic when it comes to them and I don't find myself chasing down podcasts a lot or, or searching them out i mean jess listens to a bunch but she has a hold know, on an hour i got hour one drive. more i got one more you'll love song exploder oh uh, yeah i do like that one i yeah I heard, yeah that one's good didn't they dude. do they did a netflix show based on that too I yeah think. the one rishikesh hereway uh, yes the yes. host he did uh but he did my favorite episode is the one on the bojack horseman theme song Ooh, it's fascinating. I, I love that theme Dude, song and I love that just, fucking show. The 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 uh I the spoiler alert, the the uh at the beginning yeah. of Bojack, that's just the click track, the click 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 click, but he like affected the shit out of it and put a bunch of warblies on it until it sounded like but it's really just click wow. click 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 click. Fucking wild. Uh, speaking of BoJack Horseman, my girlfriend listens to a podcast, which is wonderful, called Smartless. And it's Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and um, Sean uh, Sean Hayes. Yeah. And um, what they do is the three of them hang out and because uh, they're all really good friends. Of course, uh, Jason Bateman and Will Arnett have been in like everything since <laughs> Arrest Development in their yeah. late 20s. So they're like the right. best of friends. And right. um and so to they're this, really to fun this to bounce day, off. I call uh, Buster's character in Veep Buster. 
Oh, yeah, of course. He's I'll, be like, I'll be like, tell my wife some story. And I'm like, so then Buster says. And she's like, is this guy's <laughs> name Buster? And I'm like, no, just an Arrested Development. <laughs> um, but Will, uh, they had uh, – the, so oh, so they have a, a guest on every week. But um, one of them brings the guest and the other two don't know who it's going to be. And, and then oh, they – That's fun. Yeah, so they catch up for like the first five minutes, and then Jason Bateman will just be like, "Okay, uh, this week he's like uh, this guy is uh, super tall, super tall, real funny." Uh, you know, he'll like describe somebody, and they have to guess, and then you know they'll be like, uh, "It's Conan O'Brien." I'm like that, it, that's right, it's Conan O'Brien, and then Conan will come on like, "Oh, Conan!" <laughs> and they'll oh, hang out and tell shit. stories. Um, but Jason uh, brought on um, the CEO of uh, Netflix and. Oh, fuck. They're talking about development and show pitches and all this stuff. And Will Arnett talked about uh, BoJack Horseman and how it came about. And I guess it was based off like a nine-minute cartoon short. And they brought it really? to, to this CEO. And, and Will was already in with them from Arrested Development and a couple other things. And they were, you know, pals. And Will's like, I really think this has some legs. And he's like, it, it's, you know, it's about this horse. He goes, but really it's about depression and it talks about yeah. it in a really interesting way and uh and they, he signed off on after watching the first three minutes of this animated short he's like yeah i'm in just and he yeah, ordered a whole season of it and they were actually it's it a super interesting episode the guy talks a lot about how he accidentally changed television by um putting seasons all up at once he said the house of cards was the first thing one of the first projects they filmed and he goes they spent you know nine months filming the first season he goes once it was all done they were like okay so do we release these weekly or what do we do and he's like what do you mean and they're like well i mean how do you want these to go out And he's like just put them up and they were like oh, like all of them and he's like yeah, yeah. and he's he got a lot of uh, fight on when he first tried to do that because they were like, we just spent a fucking year taping all that and you're just going to put it all up and he's like, yeah, we'll see what yeah. happens. Let's just see what happens. And it was like a weird kind of nonchalant, you know, accidental like, yeah, just put them up kind of thing yeah. which became this new phenomenon that is binging shows. First of all, that's a hilarious like understatement. I'm sure that guy was like, "Yeah, we just spent like four million filming it. Fuck it, just put them all up." I haven't even no. thought about it honestly. I haven't even considered well, it for a second. He said he looked at it like like it was an album. I'd be like, "Jesus, um, you're a really shitty CEO." If you, just, you haven't even you haven't even considered the cost at all. No, uh, didn't even think about it. Just was like, "Fuck it, put them up." Well, he said he looked at it like it like like it was music, like, like it was an album, and he's like, yeah. you know, you want to you want to start it and finish it when you want. He's like, we wouldn't put out one song a week, right? He's like, why would I put out one episode? Right, that's interesting. Um, yeah, it was super interesting. Um, so Smartless is the name of that one. It was really fun. Okay, cool. All right, man. I love you, buddy. Love you too. Talk, <laughs> Talk to you soon, bud. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hey, what's up? It's Ryan. I appreciate you listening in on our phone calls, you beautiful weirdo. If you would, follow us on Twitter at SpeakerphonePod. That's at S-P-E-A-K-E-R-P-H-O-N-E-P-O-D, SpeakerphonePod. We're going to be sharing links to the stuff we reference and other things we find funny, and we'd love you to join the conversation. In the meantime, if you're looking for more high-quality content, check out 4D Podcast Network. They were kind enough to invite us into their family, and we think you'll dig the rest of the roster. 
appreciate you. 